This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jacob Payne, and I'm ready to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you may have missed, but a little added context to these stories. Then cue eight stories from yesterday that you vetted as conversational, and then I crafted into this newscast for the morning. We'll explain the vetting process at the end of the headlines, and of course, uh, give you some fun today things as well. Stick around for the end. You will enjoy all of that. Visit our website. This is conversationproject.com for more information about the full offerings of the conversation project. Email us anytime you feel at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Today is Tuesday, January 16, 2024. Let's get into the recaps for the news. And we got a lot of Iowa. We got a whole lot of Iowa because it is what it is. Let's get into the stories. No particular order as we present them. These are just the order that came down to you. We'll explain the vetting process, as we said, in a bit. Story number one, at least the one in the stop spot for this morning, is Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin released from hospital. Now, the long story on this one is that Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense, has been in the hospital since before New Year's, essentially, he went in for what essentially was prostate cancer surgery, had complications, went in on the new year and was in the hospital before anybody knew about it. And on the 15th of January, finally released. We had big airstrikes. We had big sort of military action going on. And he was doing all this stuff from his hospital bed. Now, there's been a lot of kind of clatter back and forth on chain of command and who's in charge and what's going on and who had general anesthesia and was he knocked out and could anything happen. But all these things that have happened are essentially long-term planning things that weren't spur of the moment things that, you know, someone can snap their fingers and some random lieutenant can come up and, and come up with. These were things that were in the works. And so we had to have some eyeballs on this. And believe it or not, somebody was always in charge. Somebody knew what to do when things happen, even if nobody knew exactly what was going on. Lloyd Austin being a private person has been a bit of a concern on this one. We'll see how this plays out. Biden not exactly happy his Secretary of Defense was on the shelf and no one told him about it. But so far, no serious issues. We hope for the speedy recovery of Lloyd Austin coming out of that. Dealing with what officers getting it done, an Air Force officer, an active duty Air Force officer, was crowned the 2024 Miss America. Madison Marsh was a 22-year-old officer in the U.S. Air Force, second lieutenant, actually training for fighter pilot status, is your new Miss America. Representing Colorado, Marsh stood out among the 51 contestants from all 50 states plus D.C. Uh, victory is notable not for personal accomplishment, but for representing a unique blend of military service and pageantry. You didn't know that they had pretty girls flying airplanes in the Air Force, did you? Guess what? They did. So check this one out. She's got a year to do this. Um, I'm pretty sure, and you know, if I had won something like this, they would have kind of fought me for trying to take off for a year. But I think the Air Force will find some way for Marsh to represent America in this manner. And they're going to take all they can to milk that one for what they can. Let's go to the third story and go to, you know, a real American, that being Hulk Hogan, who helped a teen girl whose car flipped in Florida in a multi-car crash. Um, here's one that goes on. Hulk Hogan gets a very bad rap. Some of it deserve it as he's turned from an American icon and the status of professional wrestling and as an actor to just kind of a despicable, weird guy. Here's the thing, him doing something that is the right thing to do. Hulk Hogan, uh, this, this this is a local Florida story because it's a car crash and people surviving it. This comes a national story when Hulk Hogan's involved. He basically was around and saw the events and helped people in this accident. Uh, click on the link and go deeper and tell into the story. It's just one of those things that you're glad that someone had the wherewithal and Good Samaritan status to do this. Just happened to be Hulk Hogan. We're giving him propers for this one. 
other thing he's done we're not going to really go into right now but we're going to give him his celebrity status and bringing this to light and doing this thing right here to no one's surprise the story at number four headline reads donald trump spurns i spurns iowa caucus playbook while crushing cruising basically how you want to read that to victory donald trump didn't do very much in iowa he doesn't have to do very much at all because they love him. Donald Trump um, got 20 delegates. I think I've, I'd said this in a, in a TikTok earlier, like 30 or something. We got 20 delegates, but 51% of the vote, 51 in a change of the vote. So when four people, five people technically have to split 49%, it doesn't really matter. Ron DeSantis getting eight delegates, making him the number two out of Iowa. So he technically wins. Nikki Haley at third with seven. Ramaswamy, Favik gets three delegates, but he dropped out last night and pledged his loyalty or fealty, which you want to call it, to Donald Trump. Chris Christie dropped out a few days ago and H. Hutchinson, not exactly out, got no delegates, so it doesn't really matter. What happens next? New Hampshire. New Hampshire is up, and we'll see Donald Trump win that one, of course, and South Carolina is next, and we'll see him win that one. This means Ron DeSantis, who's right now still fighting for his life and his money to stay in the office and stay in, in the race, and Nikki Haley, who was supposed to be the next best thing, looking to get basically beat down badly in her own home state. Donald Trump is cruising to get this big old win, and the only thing that may get in the way, I've said this publicly many times, is an actual conviction on something, which probably won't happen, and if it did, probably wouldn't stop anything anyway. Donald Trump's going to be your GOP nominee, whether anybody likes it or not. Let's move on to the next story. It is a kind of a weird one. The Color Purple remake only made $5 million in box office sales. Now, <coughs> based <coughs> on the reading that you have, we had a link here that gave us kind of a bad read for the um, robot editor. So we had to go through a couple of links. And what you got is different numbers on what came out. They're supposedly had a big old, big old, um, uh, and maybe this is an old article in the back and forth that we pulled from, but essentially a big opening, $18.5 million was supposed to be opening for Christmas Day. But the problem is, no matter how you look at it, the movie cost $100 million. It hadn't earned up the money yet. Uh, it's just one of those things. The best number I found right now was $55 million, uh, gross, which is a little over half of what it cost. Now, people got confused and thought it was a remake of the original film, which of course, you know, adaptation of the book, but it actually was a biz, basically a retelling of the musical made to a larger scale thing, which Oprah put her money behind to make it work. Now, the musical, not exactly the book and not exactly the movie, which is why people were kind of like, wow, this is weird and why people said it seems like a, a gay love fest because musicals kind of are Love fest but it is uh, one of those things where it's a it's a magical musical the musical is great but it's not the movie and it's not the story and it is what it is and it's silly making pants which wasn't in the book it's it's one of those things which you have to watch it and see it to understand it but apparently most people once they found out what it was decided not to go see it let's go to the story that's right now at number six madonna apologizes to toronto after thinking she was in Boston. Could have been worse. She could have said, hello, Cleveland. But no, she opened up with, hello, Boston. Then correct herself and apologizing. This happened on January the 12th in her celebration tour show. Now, remember, Madonna had to postpone this thing because she had some serious injuries and uh, delayed all of her acts, all the stuff going on. But the 65-year-old pop star quickly addressed the crowd trying to fix her wrongs, not knowing where she was. You know, the challenging of touring, no, not knowing where you are, thinking you're in Boston, but you're actually in Toronto. I'm not sure how that happened, but 
We shall see. The story, that's number seven for this morning. Headline reads, Blake Griffin filmed handing out samples at Costco. Blake Griffin, the basketball star, is 15 years uh, in the league so far, or at least it's been 15 years this year, I think, uh, didn't have a home this season. He played in Boston last season, and or maybe the season for that, and has been kind of waiting for a spot. Now that he's the the the, uh, the the full range of the basketball seasons in, no in tournament tournament or whatnot, he's still waiting for a job, still waiting for a gig, and he's still got game. And right now, he's not wasting any time showing off his game by using some of his great salesman skills to go to Costco and hand out free samples. He literally had a gig doing samples at Costco because. Needed something to do. I don't think he's hurting for money. I don't think he can not find something to do in, in most cases, but he wants to play basketball, so he's got to be free and open. This is um, akin to the story that we had about a year ago where um, the former actor from The Cosby Show was seen at Whole Foods working, and people would snap in pictures like, dude, he lost all his respect. He's at Whole Foods. But he was basically not acting at the moment, needed some insurance and had a real gig and something that was open to, to leave, something he could leave pretty easily if he got a real gig. And he got a real gig a few months later and some other things. So that's how actors roll. Apparently that's how basketball players roll. Remember, Kurt, <laughs> uh, Kurt Warner, although he was, you know, not in the grand stages of a career, you know, shop working at a grocery store while playing in the um, former um, AFL, AFL football leagues, waiting for that big shot. It's what you do. You got to make the bills. You got to pay things going. You got to keep things going. Blake Griffin handing out samples, smiling, looking like Opie, being Blake Griffin. And finally, eight story for this morning. This is one that's more of a pylon story, but it's a re update. It's, it's sort of updated what's going on. You remember us talking about the story, but here's where we are here Laverne, ex cop Megan Hall, who slept with six co workers, still fighting lawsuits against scandal. The young lady in the Laverne's uh, police department in Tennessee uh, is investigated after reveal that she acts sex with six other officers she was on duty. Five of them admitted to the undisclosed relationship. One was a supervisor, and it was all sort of... Mm, she's still fighting the, the lawsuit, still fighting what's going on, fighting her suspension and her release from what's going on. Um, Hall said her supervisor took advantage of her mental health and used it to their sexual pleasure, uh, basically overdoing the hazing, if you will. This one is still ongoing, so we'll have more chances to update this one as there. Hopefully we'll pass the time to make this explicit so we don't get any strikes for this one. And our apologies, errors, and omissions. A bunch of errors and a bunch of apologies yesterday. Now, yesterday was January 15th, and January 15th we celebrated Regina King's birthday because it was. Also stated that it was a King holiday, which it was, and said that his birthday was based a few days a few days online, thinking it was January 20th. Now, here's my mix-up, my error for both y'all and Christine would came my beautiful wife. MLK's actual birthday is January 15th, but this holiday is usually celebrated on the third Monday of the month, which usually falls around the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st. January 20th, which was the day MLK's birthday was celebrated 20 years ago, is my anniversary. So I mixed up King's birthday with my anniversary, although I didn't forget my anniversary, we got things planned, I mixed the whole day up. So there's my apology to y'all for mixing up the wrong day, my apologies to Christina for K for getting them confused, although technically I did not mess that up. In omissions, very quickly, um, 
story going around about inflation still hitting Americans hard the survey says although inflation is technically easing we don't feel it yet Americans in a survey say it's still hitting us very hard and this basically the the grocery store prices for the most part are kicking us in the butt right now we're seeing some slight um, um, loss in in the rate in the numbers for gas prices gas prices are where the basic basically are better housing prices are stable which means they're still too way too high and grocery prices are slowly inching down but you know once things go up it's hard to get them back down again we're feeling inflation and so check the link out that one to see the survey results but i think you can feel it if you are just a regular person out there our teaser story for this morning and we went back and forth with a couple teaser stories. This one turned into the spot where it is. We're not sure whether this one's going to survive, whether we'll talk about this tomorrow, but it's an interesting one. A recent study revealed that people actually find men more attractive when they wear makeup. Just check it out. Just go for it. What do we do about the teaser stories? The teaser story is where we explain how the feeds work and how we get stories and how you vet the stories for this program. You just go to Facebook and Twitter, or call it X if you want to. It's been there for years. Uh, and go to the stories you put in the feeds for those sites every 50 minutes or so, a new headline. This is conversationproject.com is for, or this that's a website, but th this, this is conversation project is our link at Facebook, and TH underscore conversation is our link at Twitter or X. And you'll see this story pop in there. And you can judge for yourself by liking it, loving it, hating it be a lot of hate on this one, I'm sure, sharing with others uh, to see which stories are more engaging. And it is that simple. The more engaging a story is, the more chance we have of talking about it in the next iteration, being tomorrow. We'll take the top 15 stories from today's feeds and give you eight of them tomorrow morning. So check it out. See if you're ready for that just by going to the feeds and letting us what stories are cool of what's going on, including some sports stuff, some politics stuff, real news stuff, and of course, if you care about men being more attractive when they wear makeup. I'm not sure where this makeup's coming from, but you know, there's the guy liner type stuff that you know those guys wear. No judging, just statements of fact. Our spotlight sponsor for this morning is Zenny Optical, Z-E-N-N-I. Get the best pair of glasses you could ever wear because they're super affordable. They're just as good as anybody else's. You don't have to pay extra money to send glasses back. Buy the glasses you want. If you don't like them, just send them back. They'll send you your money back. Zenny Optical will take care of your glasses for men, glasses for women, glasses for children with all the great frames, all the lens technology you need to, and at a very affordable price. I've been buying the same frames. Yes, the same exact frames for a decade because I like basic frames and I have plenty of pairs just in case I, I lose them, misplace them. I haven't misplaced these very often because these with a special tint on them um, been a better job of actually finding them, keeping them nearby my hands, not just sticking them in my head and walking around and losing them. But if you tend to lose glasses, buy extra pairs, buy sunglasses, buy transitions glasses, buy sports glasses, buy the glasses you need from Zenny Optical. And buy them from our link so that we get a small commission for your purchase. Go to this. It's theconversationproject.com slash Z-E-N-N-I. This is theconversationproject.com slash Zenny for Zenny Optical. They will take good care of you. They'll take good care of us. We take care of each other. That's how this whole thing works in this big, loving Conversation Project family. Speaking of the family, let's talk about us for a quick moment and what you can do to help us going forward. This is the promotion part where we talk about all things Conversation Project. Number one, our website once again, this is conversationproject.com. 
our online home where you can find more details about where we are, what we do, and how to find us. You can find our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. We've said that um, four or five times already. So do that to vote up the stories or technically vote down by not engaging in them. That happens as well. Email us at theconversationinbox.gmail.com. Let us know what we can do to improve or not be as bad. Stop by our partnerships page and see if there's ways we can hook up directly to so you can help us make things happen a little easier around here. And just be a part of the family. Find out where we are. Follow our feeds. Follow our links. Watch our hot takes. I already have a hot take before I even did this on the Iowa caucus on, on Donald Trump, who, of course, we all know won. And be a part of the family. It's that simple. We love you. We need you. We want you here. And join the conversation with us because the best conversationalists, that is you guys, help us pull the best stories. Go to the feeds. Make sure we have the right stories people want to chat up. So we're chatting up the right stories. It's that simple. And simply put, we're done with the news, done with promotion and sales. It is time to get into the fun stuff. The fun stuff for every single weekday morning begins with the birthdays because birthdays are the funnest of the fun stuff. January 16th is a birthday wish to Lynn manuel Miranda, of course, Puerto Rican um, Puerto Rican Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, um, who's not actually Puerto Rican. He's, you know, just as white bread as anybody else but with a rapping um cast and that did singing dancing and you know fought a revolution and of course had the whole duel with Aaron Burr we learned a bit of history in a way that's a bit odd now it's not so much odd learning history but learning just how sort of disheveled a life that Alexander Hamilton led to get to where he was does give you a sense that anybody can do anything even a Puerto Rican guys could be one of the founding fathers it is what it is. Off the birthday wishes to Debbie Allen, who's 74, and Kate Moss, who's 50. Lynn Manuel Miranda is 44 years old today. Our history lesson for the day Red MMs returned to the first time in 11 years back in 1987, being banned because the original dye caused cancer. That's a bad thing. So once they found a dye that did not cause cancer in 87, Red MMs were back with a vengeance. Today, we are celebrating National Nothing Day. Deservance was created as a day to provide Americans with one national day where they could just sit without celebrating anything. So while we had a long list of things in our celebration, most of them weren't exactly all that appeasing. This one was not appeasing as well, but we got to celebrate something. So today, especially if you're stuck in a second snow day like we are here in Little Rock, Arkansas, in the entire state, um, if you don't have to do much, do nothing. If you're working remotely, well, get your work done. But if you've got nothing to do, Today's a great day to do nothing. So says the calendar. Also, our poll question for today. We are asking this question because it happened. Who is the big winner of the Iowa caucus? Is it Donald Trump who actually won the Iowa caucus? Is it Ron DeSantis who technically won by coming in second and not flaming out? Is it Nikki Haley who did not really get a win but came in third but is still alive? Is it Joe Biden? It's pretty much not Joe Biden, but he's in there anyway. Four answers to the question. Trump. DeSantis, Haley, or Biden? Answer the question. Go to our website, this is a conversationproject.com, and click on the link for the poll question. Let us know who you thought won the Iowa caucus last night. We're all winners because we all went through today's things you might have heard for Tuesday, January 16, 2024. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm thanking you so much for being a part of the family. I think I did pretty good today. We did a nice little little thing, nice little run through, no real serious flubs. Only one time I had to stop for uh, some um, coughing fits, so I think we're doing well. Um, doing great for the year as well, for the most part. Uh, you want to check out what we got going on, uh, email me at the conversation inbox, and we can have a bigger conversation on our plans going forward. 
go to the feeds and give us good stories to chat up for the week because that is the lifebloods of what we do around here. Stop by our partners page and see one help us do greater things this year. Great things are coming once we get past some of the not so great things of the last year. We're going to do our best with that one. Stay limber, stay hydrated, stay in task for all the grand things you are here to do. Love you. Mean it. Have a great Tuesday. We're still snowbound. We'll see what happens for tomorrow. But in the meantime, I'm posting news stories for you every single day, assuming we have power. Yeah, that was an issue yesterday as well. We have power. <laughs> we got news for you. So keep on checking your feeds every 50 minutes or so to see what stories are worthy of tomorrow. And be here tomorrow. That's what it takes.